Well, we got on Pat Narduzzi when he kind of sort of threw his team under the bus. He felt compelled to issue an apology. But that was a compliment. That was that was like a tribute speech compared to what Rick Pitino did. I don't know that I've ever, ever heard anything like this from a college coach individualizing players. I'm not sure that we're going to get that portion of the clip here, Bob, but we'll get enough of it to get an idea of the level of vitriol here that Rick Pitino showed for his own team. I mean, this was phenomenal. You ready to hear this? Yes, I ready. I heard it yesterday, and I was stunned that he would do it. I've never heard it from a college coach, so let's get a little taste of it here. This is St. John's, of course, he coaches. I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even, even the Celtics, when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the next game, and that's it. Finish. Uh, just try to get as many wins as you possibly can and represent St. John's in the best fashion you can. Do you know how bad Georgetown is? They're bad. They Are won't they? beat them. What about this idea of calling out players? And that was just part of it. I mean, he, he called out guys individually as, well, you heard that part, slow laterally, basically playing this guy's slow, this guy's slow. Uh, he just ripped, shredded his team. What did you make of it, Bob? Well, to do it by name, let's let's put it this way. Number one, his entire team is transfer portals, which he brought in. He brought these guys in. I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to wake them up and play because they're better than what they've shown recently. But that's a dangerous slope, I think, to, to go down. When you start calling guys out, you may not get the kind of response. And if you don't, maybe they don't they're not, they don't belong there. They'll leave after one year. He could retool it. But – he said, we are so non-athletic that we cannot guard anyone without fouling. And he said of Brady Dunlap, no relation to Colin, 6'7", 190. He said the freshman forward needs to strengthen up in the gym after calling him physically weak. Mm-hmm. This is a college coach. He's not uh, you know, shying away from the truth. That, that is the truth. If you watch their team play, he is. The, he needs that. But normally those are things you hear behind closed doors. You don't see guys come out and do it. Uh, because it could have a backward effect on you. You may think it's inspiring them or, or getting them angry so that they work harder or do more things, but it could go the other way also. Well, here's the other thing. that Does it change for you the fact that there's NIL, the fact that there's the transfer, basically free agency? To me, college sports is more pro sports than ever. But I still can't. Like I've always been careful about ripping college players compared to pro players either on the radio or in print doesn't mean I won't criticize them but definitely not to the level I would a pro player but I mean we are getting to the point like I remember saying and writing last year everybody was up in arms over Dion cutting players it's pro sports you want free agency you got it you want to get paid you got that 
guess what? You can get cut in pro sports. This is pro sports. You can also get ripped to shreds by your coach. Although even in the pros, do you ever hear a pro coach calling out a players no. by name like that? I Multiple? think most of them are very careful. Like Mike Sullen, for example. I'm sure he's frustrated at times with a lot of things that go on, but he doesn't tell you specifically what they are. He'll speak in general term con. And I think that's probably the right way to handle things. Um, but you're right. I mean, these guys are making money now, and they can leave if they want because they don't like what you're saying. And if they don't like what you're saying, then good, leave. Half of them left somewhere to get there. Same with everywhere. And no. it was it was Narduzzi who said, uh, you know what, we need better players, something like that this year. That seems very, very uh, Mild. Luke, lukewarm <laughs> compared to this. Yeah. I've never heard it. And I guess in the end, he's deep into I don't give a blank anymore at 71 years I, old. I think that plays a part in it, too. It's like when you're that when you've been around the block as much as he has his age, he probably says, you know what, I'll say what I want to say. And if you don't like it, leave. Well, I would say to him, if he doesn't like it, leave. You know, if he's that, if he, if if this wasn't a complete act, and he's that miserable, and even his uh, failed stint in Boston was more enjoyable than this, and he hates it so much, then get out of the game, right? Yeah, exactly. To your point, but he, but I think he's doing it for not for that. I think he's doing it because he wants to light a fire, and this is his way of doing it. I don't think it's a good way to light a fire. But to your point, Joe, about how it's free, it's pretty much free agency, and how yeah. you can get cut. Isn't Patino the one who brought in these guys that he's now destroying? Yeah. Although he said, if you listen to the whole clip, he said, ah, I pretty much had no time but to bring in this team. We, we didn't have enough time to build it. I knew we weren't going to be any good. Basically intimating that I just had to take the first guy that was available every time, and we're going to redo this thing next year. That's kind of what he said mm-hmm. when I have more time. It's kind of what Dion said when he came in there. In other words, leave, I'm bringing my Louis Vuitton luggage in, and you're not part of it. Right. It's I, I, you know, I didn't like that tone and I didn't I don't like this tone either. I don't think those players should be thrown into that situation. After all, he's the guy who recruited him to come there. So he should have if you're gonna criticize them for being unathletic and not then right. you criticize yourself and because that was you saw Narduzzi something criticism. in them. Yeah. You're right. I, I I'm just I, when you're a coach like that, you're you're sort of in the battle with these kids. You know what I mean? And I don't know that publicly shredding them by name is the right thing to do here. I, I, I don't think it is. I have never thought that. And regardless of the changes in college sports, I still don't. That's yeah. my bottom line take here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nelly? I, I, don't, I just don't like Patino. Yeah, and, that's the other and, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's... That's on me. He's become an unlikable character he over is. the years, right? He says it's uh, unenjoyable. I'm sure it's unenjoyable for those who are watching him, too. He came off the wrong way when he came to Iona when I was there. Did he? Yeah. What do you mean? Did he coach? He coached there for a couple he of did. years, right? When uh, one of my good friends, he was the assistant. He was like the, the graduate assistant. Ah, and now we can get some dirt from Nelly, can't we, Bob? What did he say about Patino on a day-to-day basis? Well, that's the thing. When Patino came in, he was the graduate assistant for the previous coach. And when Patino came in, he said that he would set up the interview and we'll see what we can do about keeping you. And from what I was told, the interview was five minutes of Patino telling him all of the trophies he's won and that we'll get back to you. And then like the next day, he was told that he was no longer needed. And then he had to drop out of the program. Eh, I don't blame him for that. Do you, Bob? No, I, I would do the same thing. I don't think Nelly <laughs> likes our answer there. No, it's fine, but t- 
to no, say. No, I hear you. I hear you. What? We'll set up the interview and, and then just not yell- to even get to know. I'm not even going to say his name, but he was, uh, he is a great guy. Yeah. And the, all the players loved him. But to say that, yeah, we're going to set up an interview and then five minutes of me telling you all of my accolades and not even. No, I hear you. I, I'm, I am not a, I am not a Patino fan either. One of my favorite stories I did, I told Ron this story a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact. Patino sat behind the pit bench during the Big East tournament, mm-hmm. clearly in an effort to intimidate them. Like, can you imagine Calhoun sitting behind the Syracuse bench, two rows? Mm-hmm. He did that. Nobody thought anybody would ask about it. And guess who asked about it, Bob? The Savvy Old News. The Savvy Old News, huh? Because you're always looking to be that guy. <laughs> I had to ask Patino about it. He was dumbfounded. And then I asked Jamie. I remember. I re- actually remember that. Yeah? I do remember that. And I remember all the back and forth of that. Yes. And I asked Jamie about it. Because you get Patino it. going, man. He, right. he loses it quickly. He thought I was nuts. But Jamie knew I was writing the truth because Jamie laughed about it. And he said, oh, we're good friends. And I said, oh, okay, so you're good friends to the point where an opposing coach sits behind your two rows behind your bench during a game when he knows he's playing you the next night? I don't know about that one, but it was fun. That was the Big East Tournament. Everybody hated each other, Bob. Oh, Same boy, as in they radio. Did. They did. They hated each other. It was That's what made it really juicy to cover. I loved it. I used it. to love it. Back in the old Fitzgerald Fieldhouse days when some of those teams came in, do you remember that John Thompson took his guys off the court game? Of course I do. That yes. was like, but but it was actually a good moment for Pitt and that they were finally to the point where they had enough and they weren't going to take all the physical abuse that that team was dishing out. So they responded. 